Well, we start with breaking developments on the Israel-Gaza war. In the last hour or so, the United Nations has said that it, ha it has been told by the Israeli military that more than a million Palestinians must leave the northern Gaza Strip within the next 24 hours. In a statement, the UN spokesman Stefan Dujaric said that the United Nations considers it impossible for such a movement to take place without devastating humanitarian consequences. The United Nations strongly appeals for any such order, if confirmed, to be rescinded, avoiding what could transform what's already a tragedy into a, into a calamitous situation. Well, this is the scene live in Gaza, where it has just turned 7 o'clock in the morning. The United Nations said that the order by the Israeli military also applies to all of its staff and those sheltered in UN facilities, including schools, health centres and clinics there. And a Hamas official quoted by the Reuters news agency said that the relocation warning from Israel was fake propaganda. Well, let's give you a sense of the geography in Gaza. This is a map of Israel where you can see Gaza and the West Bank marked. What the Israeli military is saying is that everyone living in northern Gaza should relocate to the southern end in the next 24 hours. That's more than a million people, around half of the population of the entire Gaza Strip. Well, let's uh, speak now to uh, my colleague from BBC uh, Arabic, Saeed Shaharta. Um, what do you make, uh, Saeed, of what we've heard in the last hour from the United Nations, from Israel via the United Nations? It sounds as if things could be escalating uh, in the next 24 hours or so. It looks like that, because if you look at the density of the population in Gaza, 2 million, on living on 88 square miles, uh, so it's about 21,000 bare uh, square miles. So to move half of them to another part, this will be a crisis. It's going to have, like as the United Nations mentioned, uh, humanitarian consequence for that. I think Israel doing that in order to make it easier for the ground assault. So it makes, because there is many tanks, hundreds of thousands of uh, reservists of uh, Israeli uh, troops came to join from different places in the world. And so Israel pushing for that and all, uh, you know, some military inside Israel supporting that saying we cannot destroy Hamas without the ground assault. So I think Israel trying to put pressure on the people on Gaza to move in order to avoid any uh, casualties uh, because there is many people dying. It's more than 1,500 people and more than like 5,000 5, injured. Uh, Besides that, they blockade like no food, no electricity. So all of that humanitarian, I think it's making the picture is gloomy and it will put pressure on other countries, especially on Blink, uh, on America and Blinken in his mm. visit to Jordan to do something in order to defuse that because I I think it will make might make reaction from other parties which Israel try and America to not to be involved in this conflict like Hezbollah or Iran. So a, a pretty tense 24 hours obviously um, ahead. Um, do stay with us though for the moment, Saeed, because I want to cross over to to Gaza now and speak to uh, Nala Shawa, who's the regional country relations manager uh, for Oxfam uh, in Gaza. She's currently one of the 1.1 million residents of Gaza who've been told 
to leave uh, by Israel. Uh, thank you very much for making the time to talk to us, Mishawa. Um, can I get your reaction on the ground to this uh, call uh, from Israel for people to evacuate uh, northern Gaza? How, how feasible is it even to do it within the deadline that's been set? Uh, hi. Uh, first of all, we're, there's so much um, chaos in, in, in Gaza. Uh, we managed to leave at, uh, at like 4.30 a.m. Um, we had about uh, uh, 15 people here. We moved to another location south. And um, we, we think, I mean, basically now asking this question uh, is, is clearly puts um, puts the, the reminder that Israel can do whatever whatever it wants, and uh, nobody can stop it. Obviously, so the arrogance of of Israel is, is, has been like that for for decades. So obviously now it's happening again, and it's uh, simply on the news, and everyone is watching while this another catastrophe is actually taking place right now. I know everyone is in a total panic, and everyone is is leaving. You talk about kids, elderly, everyone. The roads are being bombed while we were traveling. Now there is bombing. I'm smelling smoke. What is this madness? And we've of we're, course I mean, leaving northern no, Gaza and Gaza City to the south. What 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 is it? What is the plan? And and are we going to come back to any of our homes? When we were leaving, we were like just looking at things as if we're not going to see them again. We, we have, of course, now seen. Now we have seen, of course, the the, the, the devastating pictures coming out uh, of Gaza. We know that hospitals are running out of crucial supplies. Uh, electricity uh, has been cut to uh, to many parts of of the area. Uh, and if this uh, evacuation uh, order is to be is to be followed. How feasible is it? How possible is it? Of course, it's not feasible. And of course, you'll have hundreds, if not more, of casualties. And you'll have destruction. And then what? Bravo, Israel. Yeah, that's great. What, what is it that it's fighting here? What do you think the timing of this order um, says about the Israeli military's uh, approach to protecting civilians? Yeah, moving, I don't know, one million people um, to, uh, to travel to the, to the south during one million, you know, you, you understand? You understand the figure. You're not talking about the neighborhood. So Israel started with a house, with a building, and with the neighborhood just three days ago and yesterday and the, the days before. Now it's like an entire region of, of the Gaza Strip, like, like maybe thirds or more of the Gaza Strip area. Of course it's not feasible, but Israel can do whatever they want. Nobody's stopping them. No uh, matter how, how I scream on the TV or how angry people are around the world, it's not going to make any difference, right? Because we are living by these double standards. Decade after decade, double standards. We are not seen as humans enough. We're not human enough. That's it. That's a fact of life. Uh, as we're listening to you, Nala, we're, we're seeing pictures coming in of uh, uh, fresh rocket fire, uh, what appears to be fresh rocket fire uh, over 
Gaza. Um, the situation there, obviously, incredibly, unimaginably uh, difficult for you and, uh, and others who are living there. What's your message to uh, the world leaders, Antony Blinken, the uh, US uh, Secretary of State who's in the, in the region right now, uh, trying to, to find some kind of a, a diplomatic solution? What's your message uh, to him and others? To stop this madness. And what I just mentioned, stop living and practicing and imposing these double standards because we are also people. Reminder, we have been under occupation for 70 plus years. We are people and we are here. We have been here. We are suffering before October 7th, Palestinians in Gaza and in the West Bank. Israel before October 7th was living a normal life not worrying about anything. Before October 7th, it was not the same case for Palestinians. You should be aware of that, and they are aware. That's why I'm not sure I even want to say that message to them. Do they really bother? What are you going to do now, Nala? You're involved, obviously, in the uh, humanitarian situation there. Uh, we've had this uh, fresh warning coming from the Israeli military just in the last hour or so. Uh, how is it going to change your response today? Is it going to change uh, your, the work you're going to be doing today? The work that uh, we are supposed to be doing is simply not feasible and not possible with the extent of destruction, with the, that there is no, uh, uh, no uh, ceasefire, there is no uh, humanitarian corridor, there is nothing. Nothing is, is, is even uh, discussed or, or, or suggested. We just hear it in, in, in the media and discussions. That, that doesn't allow for any kind of response. So people are simply suffering and will continue to suffer in displacement, in the areas they are in, in the schools or in the streets. Now it's going to be everywhere, not only in whatever designated schools. It's going to be everywhere. And yes, we are hearing about no water, no enough food, uh, all, all, all these things. Now I'm bringing with me now to this place some, uh, some water and some food, maybe for a couple of days. God knows who, until when are we going to be here, here okay. for. Okay. And no. I am in a much better position than many others. So, no, talking about response, nobody is able to do anything. Naila Shawa, um, we thank you for joining us. We thank you for giving us uh, your time. and wish you all the best for uh, what's ahead of you uh, in the days ahead. Thank you for thank joining you. us today on BBC News.